0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: And we are live. Once again, it is the Saturday morning edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. My name is Rob Doster. That goofball you see over there is the one and only Jeffrey Goodman, certified Alabama fan. Jeffrey, how you doing, sir? What's going on?
2: You know, I'm I'm, I'm listening. I, I think Alabama needs uh, my help today, so I'm going to try to give it to them. Uh, they've been struggling a little bit, and uh, we know I've brought them luck this year. We know I have brought them luck. So yeah. uh, can I bring them luck today? Can they bring me money is it, ultimate. All-
1: Key, we'll right? see we'll see you know it's uh if alabama's playing at home you want to like him if alabama's not playing at home is eh, i don't know i don't know it hasn't been great for them away from uh what do they call the arena in tuscaloosa
2: do you know i don't know. Was there a couple years ago i can't have the humph is it the humphrey thing you- I, don't I don't know i have no idea what it's called i don't remember honestly 10 a.m i've been looking at picks for the last two hours my my brain is fried right now already and, and and we have a great day of games like that's the one thing today today's games are really good starting right off at noon and i i think we should almost start today with the early games because they come out of the gates this is the best it's been at noon for me all year now you're getting yeah. you're getting michigan right away against a like a a, a team an indiana team that all right. Really
1: before before we do that, just let's real quick, just so we can go right off the top. Yeah. What is what's your one favorite bet of the day? Favorite bet. <laughs>
2: my Does favorite bet one? of the day, Robert. My favorite bet of the day is. You want me to go with mine first? No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. My favorite bet of the day is uh, Eastern Kentucky against Tennessee State. It's my favorite bet of the day. Uh, listen, it is. I give giving 12 and a half. Eastern Kentucky just beat Belmont. Tennessee State's 1-7 on the road against the spread this year. Eastern Kentucky's, uh, I think they're like 5-1 and one at home against the spread. Everything points to A.W. Hamilton and, and Eastern Kentucky in this one. Everything. So that, right. that's my favorite bet. You asked me my favorite bet. That's it. I like it. I like it. I
1: like it. I like where your head's at. Um, My favorite bet of the day uh, is actually one of those uh, those noon games. Um, okay. I really, really like Tennessee Lane eight um uh, because Sharif Cooper is, is listed as doubtful. Uh the line hasn't really taken off quite yet. Um, I'm looking at our uh our partners over at Bent Rivers right now. Um I'm looking at their page with all of the uh the updated seven and, and a half, field, by the way. Yes, yeah, that's seven and a half now. Um so it's kind of it, it's it's gone back and forth between seven and a half and eight. Sharif Cooper that is doubtful. And we all know exactly um, how important Sharif Cooper is to that that Auburn offense. Like they don't have any other initiators, they don't have any other creators. Um, if, if he is not uh, making plays for them, they don't have guys that can create shots for themselves. So uh, I, I really, really like Tennessee in this spot. And, and again, it has everything to do with Sharif Cooper not playing. So that's i like the under, under
2: spot too. I like the under one forty four. Sharif Cooper, Powell's still not back. He's probably not going to come back this whole year because of my, the my
1: only concern with that is that you yeah. know Auburn's going to want to get out and run. You know Tennessee's going but to be in with able who? To turn with turn who?
2: And Tennessee can with match the their, their athleticism. Like I expect Tennessee potentially to get back to like what they were early in the year defensively against an Auburn team that's pretty inept. Yeah, yeah. No, I, they, I
1: agree. My my only concern is that when Tennessee's playing their best, they want to get out and run. Auburn wants to get out and run. So like I can definitely see this being the kind of thing that just turns into a complete like disaster where it's like boom, 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 like an AAU game that ends up being like 85 to 60 or something like that. And if it's 85 to 60, that 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 goes over the total. So that's that's my only concern. I, I like I, I get what I get the argument that you're making. Um, and it makes sense. It's just the I, I think this is the kind of game where the pace can completely get away from uh from the under. So that's the only thing that leads me towards yeah. Tennessee more than the under. But I, I'm the logic makes sense. I'm with you there. Um, all right. So we have a couple of other really good games at noon. We have Texas yeah. at Texas Tech where uh, the Longhorns are getting three points. The total there is 136. The last time that those two teams played uh,
2: was, I guess, the Mack McClung comeback special, right? That was, yeah, it was. the game it was. Winner. Yeah, Yeah, it was kind of. And you know what? If I'm going anywhere on this, I'm probably going to just take the points. I don't feel great about it uh, but if I was to, to to go anywhere I would I would take the points um you know and take Texas in this one and, and just think it's gonna come down at the end again
1: yeah I I, I agree with you on the Texas side um I'm kind I mean, of in a-
2: kind of Texas controlled that game for for the most part didn't they, they did. for like 39 and a half minutes.
1: They did. They were up by like ten at the half and they had a little bit of, of a melt in the second half. Um, it wasn't pretty. It was kind of the same thing that happened against West Virginia. Um, the big thing for me is like the, the 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 Texas Tech defense like does not contain penetration the way that you would expect it. Ding! There you go. Uh you would expect them to be able to contain penetration, like a Chris beard <laughs> team. Um and I'm I'm very much in like the uh the kind of fade um fade Texas Tech mode right now. I think that they are still overvalued. I don't know how they're top five in the country. Yeah. so uh,
2: I'm kind of with you on that one right now. I'm not saying I've lost trust in Beard, but I I just think Texas is the much better team. And, and again, Mm -hmm. you know, they played together for so long. They went through some adversity. They had a big big win, um, you know, earlier in the week. I I think that changes things for me. If they lost, like, get in your head mentally. But that win, I think, was absolutely huge over – Kansas, right? Didn't they be Kansas. Mm-hmm. Right, they huge win for huge win for Texas. So, I, I, yeah, I like Texas here. I like Texas here. If anything, Yep. All I right, also we also like, have. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're going to finish on the uh, the noon games. We got uh, Michigan, Michigan Indiana. Indiana. Yep. So, so listen, uh, I can't. You you just can't to me take Indiana if you're going to do anything. You got to take Michigan. Well, and I love problem, Michigan. I love Michigan here. I, I like him too. I mean, listen, they should blow him out. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for that game, where Michigan just kind of says, "Like, all right, we're kind of going through the motions." And I don't think it's going to happen. But like, Indiana needs this game. This is like their season on the line right now. If they win mm-hmm. this game today, they can punch their ticket, right? If they if they win it, they probably probably. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent but it's pretty damn close if you get a win against Michigan right now. Yeah,
1: but the, the thing is, like, it's it's the kind of thing where it gets them in the, the tournament now, but they they have more work to do because it, it's yes. only going to get them to 13 and 11, and they still don't have, like, great computer numbers. Um, they still have two quads They'd be long eight
2: and numbers. nine in the league, Rob. Rob they'd be they'd eight be- and nine in the Big Ten. Like, as yeah.
1: long as they don't. The, but the ball. thing is, like the thing is if they win this game, like all of a sudden they have three wins over top ten opponents over top six oh, opponents because right. Iowa is now the now number six. So um, and actually that the Michigan State has climbed up into the top 75. So hey, look at that. Indiana that's only has win. one quad three loss now. Big, that's big
2: for the Hoosiers, and they Congrats. get Michigan State again. They get they yeah. got at Michigan State, I think, at Purdue to finish out the year. So honestly, they could easily go and three if they get this one. They get a little confidence. They put them to themselves in the field as of today. But like you said, hey, they could easily lose their last two, lose their first-round Big Ten uh, tournament game, and, and be gone. But yeah. I'm just saying, as of today, I think they would be in if they beat Michigan and at least put themselves in a but decent they're not, spot. They're not
1: going to – I love – this is a horrible matchup for Indiana. Yeah. Um, the reason why we loved Iowa or – I'm sorry, the, that we loved Michigan when they were playing Iowa – Is because um, Hunter Dickinson could take away Luca Garza. You don't have to double team the post, and then Michigan's perimeter defenders just eat up everybody one on one. Like there's there was nothing that Iowa was able to do to create against those Michigan defenders, and it's the exact same thing with Indiana. It just instead of actually having like really good shooters, you don't really have anyone that can do all that much on the perimeter. Like Armon Franklin's fine. Like Al Durham's like he he he's okay. Like Rob Finney, yes, in theory is good, but um, take away TJD uh, And and there's not much that Indiana <laughs> can do and Hunter Dickinson is like the best suited guy in the country To be able to take him away So I, I love Michigan His confidence
2: coming out of that Garza matchup Think of Hunter Dickinson's confidence today mm-hmm. it has got to be like, alright, bring on Trace Jackson Davis Bring him on, I'm going to take care of him too
1: Alright, do you have anything on Syracuse against Georgia Tech? Um, I don't, but my big thing there Is know. like we have two zone defenses going yeah. Against each other, which means that both teams should be pretty familiar with how to go up against the zone offensively and I just I don't know Jim Boeheim ripped it. his guys over the weekend like he said that he had players that were more interested in scoring than playing defense and maybe that's going to get them fired oh, up I, just, I don't know I don't I don't love, no, I don't right. love
2: that. Listen, I'll pass I'll pass on that noon game but you got four four noon games that are all going to be having having major implications it's it's the best start of a day that we've had all season long to me last yeah. uh, Saturday. So, and, yeah. and it it keeps going. I mean, two o'clock, Illinois, Wisconsin, no Io. Wisconsin better win this one, Rob. If if they can't win this one at home without Io DeSumo, they are in major, major trouble.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that I'm not going to be on this game at all um, because I don't want to be on – wisconsin ever like I, I just i think that that I, I don't know they're not very good uh the problem is though like the way that illinois tore up wisconsin the first time that they played is that wisconsin just could not deal with their athleticism and their ability to drive and obviously so much of that comes down to the fact that they got that guy i assume, um yes i like andre corbello uh he's super talented and super fun he's also like one of the worst decision makers in in division one basketball um so like i don't know if i fully trust him holding like the reins for full-time point guard duties uh but i'll tell you this and and i've kind of thought about this and and like i'm not gonna have any action on this game i just it's it's too much of a weird spot but i think that not having io for this stretch assuming io comes back and like the, that and that the injury which is there's not a broken nose i believe by the way which uh some people had reported yeah it's um, facial. it's a it's something a else kid. like there's some he's got something else going on there but um assuming he gets back and he gets healthy and he's able to play. And it's not the kind of thing that's going to keep him out for the season. I actually think this could be good for Illinois long-term because one of the concerns that we all have is that they're kind of like, I don't, I don't want to call them like a one trick pony, but it's like, you know what they're going to do. And they, their plan B is not necessarily great. They're going to run eye off ball screens. They're going to try to get him going to his right hand. They're going to try to get out and transition. And they're going to try to get Kofi on those duckings and those rolls to the basket. Right. And I think that not having Io and forcing this team to learn how to compete and how to win when they don't have to just rely on him is probably the best thing that could happen to them. It's going to force Adam Miller to find a way to be able to make be a playman That's the best thing. I, I was yeah. waiting
2: for you to get there, Rob. I was waiting for you to get there because that's what it's going to do. Ultimately, it's mm-hmm. going to get Adam Miller back. And they, they really haven't had him all year. He's been inconsistent. And he had his best – I think he had 18 last game. To me, it gets his confidence back adds another weapon. Grandison's been good. You got Curbello, you bring IO back and now to me, I actually think this is the biggest blessing in disguise for Illinois. As long as IO comes back and he's yes. IO qualifier. Like, yeah. That's the key obviously. But but to me, I, like I think that's the case for a lot of these teams that are that are so reliant on one guy and like no, nobody more than Illinois. Nobody more than Illinois. And now it allows these guys to get more touches, more confidence. So um I'm with you. I'm not I'm not touching this game, but it'll be an interesting one uh to watch. Uh,
1: and to other- be clear, to games- be clear in case we didn't say it at Bet Rivers, um Illinois is getting four and a half points. There. The total is one thirty five yeah. and a half. Uh next up on the schedule would be um, LSU at Arkansas, Arkansas Lane five and a half. The total there is a sky high one sixty-three at Bet Rivers, Jeffrey. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to be on anything, like you have to be on Arkansas here,
2: right? Yes, yes. I would I would agree 100%. I'm not like super confident on it, but man, Arkansas, I got them at like number 15 in the country right now. Like they've been they, – they went from where they hadn't beaten anybody three weeks ago to now um, they're as hot as just about any team in the country. Uh, we know Musk can coach. Um, you know, this. Is, this is one of those that I think – ultimately again you never know what you're going to get out of LSU that's that's always my worry with LSU is just when you start to like completely up on them you know they've got talent I mean they've got talent we know that like Javante Smart and Wadford, like they got enough dudes on this team they, they can't really guard we know that um I, I'm not I will
1: say this if you think that LSU is going to win this game you better be hammering the over two. Because if LSU is going to win this game, it's going to be in the nineties. Because they're not going to be able to get stops. And Arkansas can run, and they got guys that can score, and they got guys that can create. And Moses Moody's been really good. And um, having Justin Smith back has been a difference maker. But I I honestly, I just don't think that LSU is going to be able to handle them. I think that Arkansas is too good defensively. Um, I will be staying away though. I don't have a. I I don't. I don't have a great feel. Very much that one is very much like I'm guessing as opposed to having a feel. Where I do have a feel uh, at two thirty. Marquette is playing oh, at no, U-Con. no,
2: wait, 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 wait. What wait. I mean is, I have a two o'clock game. It's a good two o'clock game that I like. Bones Highland will be back for VCU. I'm told I should confirm that, but that's what I was told the other day. Um, they're getting three at Davidson, getting three, and VCU is not in, they're not in the tournament 100% right now. They need this one, they need this game. So to me, uh, I like that, yeah, I, I, I like VCU. I kind of like the money line to be honest on this one.
1: Yeah. Um Adam just said, what about taking the Arkansas team total? Uh yes, I like that. That's a good call, Adam. I, I think that they're gonna get out and run and, and it's not difficult to score against LSU. Uh, VCU is a great call though, Jeffrey. I do, I do like that one. All right, let's uh so UConn hosting Marquette. Yep. Um that line is six and a half at Bat Rivers right now. Uh, I think I actually like. I I like UConn there. This is a good sell high spot. You're shocking, shocking. I think Marquette stinks. The last time that these two teams played, uh, UConn came back from 18 points down without James Booknight in the second half. Won that game. Um, They're starting to get healthy. Like Booknight had 20 and 10 at Georgetown. Uh, He played his best down the stretch against that game, which against Georgetown, which I thought was really promising. Um, At some point, there's going to be this blow up game for UConn where they. Uh, they they kind of roll through and, and um, really surprise everyone, but you know I, I might be a little bit biased in this decision making process, so maybe I'm not the best one to listen to on this one.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you know you y- you hated Marquette all year. You're a UConn guy. I'm with you. I I, I like UConn in this one, especially if Book Night kind of. It's starting to settle back in, right? Like that's the biggest thing for me. If Book can get back to like hundred percent James Book I'm in, I'm in a hundred percent on this one.
1: Um
2: All right. so, three o'clock yeah. tip. I actually
1: really like this. The the um I'm the, told the both hey
2: uh just to change on VCU. Now I'm told game time decision sounds like probably not for Bones Highland to go. So really? uh changes I'm, things, I'm, yeah, changes things completely. I'm not touching it now. Not touching it. Um, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Bedlam, great game. I, I, I love uh, who do you, who you got here? I'm taking the points. How do you not take the points? Um, I actually like Oklahoma. Give him five. A lot I do of points to give in a game like this. I do. I do. All right. Um
1: all right, So this is why um, Oklahoma. What they want to do defensively is keep you out of the paint. Don't let you get paint touches. They're gonna. It's it's a gapping defense. It's not like full pack line, but it's very much a um a gapping defense where um uh Joe, yeah, I know that Marquette crushed North Carolina, but like for me it's a sell high spot here. Back to back games on the road. Marquette just had a huge great win. Now they have to go on the road again against a UConn team that we're waiting to uh waiting to find out if they're actually real. So um but that said, so Oklahoma, they play that ga- gapping defense, which means they're not gonna let you get to the rim they're going to try to make you shoot jump shots over the top of their defense. Uh they have not been great defending the three-point line, but like Oklahoma State is not a team that's loaded with shooters. Um so I don't know uh, I just don't
2: know who's going to be able to, to contain Cade from getting to the basket and finishing. Well
1: that's that's what I'm saying is that what their their entire defense is built around this idea that we're going we're not going to let anyone drive cuz their help is going to be right there. And Cade yeah, Cunningham one of his things is to to put the ball on the floor and get to the rim. So um, I think I do like Oklahoma in this spot. Uh I don't love it. It's not my favorite bet, but um, I do feel good enough about it that I'm gonna have this one in on BetSpurt. So um I will have money I'll on, go sure. money on I'm, Oklahoma.
2: I'm, I'm going to Oklahoma State. Uh I, I just again, I know Oklahoma, embarrassing loss against Kansas State. They're at home. And, and we've talked about this. The other thing is Oklahoma has a huge home court advantage. Huge if people don't realize. One of the biggest in the country. I just think I think Oklahoma State's going to keep it close. That's all. I'm not saying they're going to win necessarily. I think they're going to keep it within five. That, that that's that's my only take on that one. Uh, all right, four o'clock games. We on to them? Yep. Florida State, North Carolina, big game, big game. Um, I, I don't I don't have a great feel for this one, to be honest. I think obviously Florida State's established himself as as the best team in the ACC this year. North Carolina needs this win. They do. I mean, it's not like they're like 100 – they'll, they'll get in. But, like, right now, I yeah, don't, you're looking to be like, it's not a lock, it's right? Close. It's
1: close, and this is the best game that they have left. Like, this – I don't want to say that this is a must-win for them, but, like, this is about as close as you can get to a must-win when you still have a week in the conference tournament's left to play. Like, you're their North number, Carolina right? really, really needs this, especially coming off that loss uh, for me – uh, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the North Carolina money line here. Uh, there's a couple of reasons for it. One uh, like this is just, it's a home game against a team that just had an awful loss um, going up against a Florida state team that is going to be banged up um, MJ Walker game time decision. He didn't play the last game. Uh, I think it's an ankle. Um, the big guy coming off the bench Tanner, I don't know how to pronounce his last name as yeah. uh, a game time decision and Malik Osborne, missed the second half of their last game after spraining his it spraining his ankle. Now Florida State's got like 18 guys that they can roll with, but still shorthanded missing your best player who at the very least is going to be uh limited. Um North Carolina, the last time these two teams played, uh, it was um I think they won by seven and they covered or I'm sorry, Florida State won by seven. Uh they covered, but it was the kind of thing where it was like they had North Carolina had a shot at the end that would have um, would have ended up uh, covering the spread for him, so it was it was close. It was right there, and uh, I am a little bit worried about the fact that Florida State can kind of overwhelm you defensively. But Caleb Love has been playing better. Um, he has the size to deal with someone like the length. Like it's not like a Keke Clark situation. Like he's got some size, he'll be able to yeah. deal with it. And Florida State ranks 226th nationally in defensive rebounding percentage. North Carolina, second nationally in offensive rebounding percentage. So I think we're going to have enough opportunities to get second chance points. Uh, I think that North Carolina in a must-win situation at home against a team that they've already played.
2: You've convinced me.
1: Yeah, so I like North North Carolina here. I also – there's another game in the 4 o'clock hour that I just love. I like Uh, Boise. I like Boise. Boise.
2: Yeah, they're getting six and a half at San Diego State. I think it's like a pick – You know, San Diego State won the other night. Um yeah, I kind of like Boise. I think again, a, a really uh important game for Boise uh to try to get in as an at large. Really important. And and again, just stick within six and a half. Like they can do that. Are you ready?
1: Did the la- they they played the other night in the game with the overtime? Um yeah. are you ready for, for my other four o'clock pick? It's gonna be gross, it's gonna be disgusting. You're not gonna feel comfortable about it, but I think it's a smart play. The Kansas State Wildcats getting 15 points at, at West Virginia. So here's my logic on it. Kansas State has been much better recently than people realize, right? In the yeah. last two weeks, they uh, they lost to Texas by three. Uh, they hung with Oklahoma State on the road. They beat TCU, and they're coming off of that win at home over Oklahoma. Yeah. West Virginia, um, they, they just got off of their two-game swing to Texas where they went 2-0. So they're riding high. Uh, They on Tuesday, they're playing at home against Baylor in like what is probably the biggest game of the year for them during the regular season. And they have this Kansas State game smushed in between. So you have a look ahead spot for um, for West Virginia against the Kansas State team that is going to be overlooked and that has been playing much better of late, uh, especially on the offensive end of the floor. So it's disgusting. It's gross. I hate it. You got to hold your nose, close your eyes and tap in as you do it. But I think that Kansas State is a play.
2: Yeah, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, I you know, I, I just don't feel good about it. I, I I feel pretty good about Oregon against Cal at Cal given nine and a half, I believe. Nine and a half. I just think Oregon like they gotta they gotta they gotta kinda put their foot on the pedal at this point and start really blowing some teams out where they can and uh try to work on their numbers as much as they can uh at this point. And we know they have talent. We know they have coaching. They're not going to be overwhelmed down low against Cal, right? They're not. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be overwhelmed anywhere against Cal. So I I, I think this is one that, again, I I think Oregon just pounds the hell out of them. I do. I think they beat the crap out of them. Yep.
1: Um, That's it for me for the picks that I really like today. I gave you six. I like Michigan minus eight, UConn minus seven, Tennessee minus seven and a half, uh, the North Carolina money line, Kansas State plus 15, and Oklahoma minus five. Hey, Robert. Um, Robert. Yeah. Right here.
0: Right. Here. Yeah.
2: No, I hear you. Right here. Right I hear here you. In Alabama. Uh giving uh what are they giving now? They're giving uh the latest is six six at Mississippi State. I like that. Uh I fade uh Vandy pretty much every day now. Um Ole Miss given eight against Vandy, Mandy without obviously a couple key players. Um what else? Are they Pepperdine? out again? again? Pippin and, and Dylan uh Pippin is, but Dylan is. Um Pepperdine minus five
1: at San Diego. All right. So uh real quick on your Alabama thing. Here's my concern. These are the last four games Alabama played on the road. They lost at Oklahoma in a game where they got down by, I think it was 12 points in the first half. They lost at Missouri in a game where they were down by 22 with five minutes left in the second half. They won by three at South Carolina in a game where they kind of had to rally down the stretch to be able to to pull away. They did not cover. Um, And obviously on Wednesday they lost at Arkansas in a game where they would have lost by 25 if Jordan Bruner didn't hit like five straight threes at the end of the first half. So they are on the road again against the Mississippi State team um, that is, like, look, frankly, not very
2: good. Um, Wild. I I like them because they match up well against Mississippi State, right? Like – Mississippi State has a couple of dudes who can put it on the floor and make plays um I, I just think I, I think again you put herb Jones um to me you put herb Jones on one of those guys and, and then what's Mississippi State going to be able to do like I just think again Mississippi State the way they play kind of feeds right into Alabama and and again the open court, style the threes, the I don't know. I, I just like Alabama in this Yeah, way. no,
1: I I just I'm never I'm staying away from Alabama. My rule is now staying away road. from Alabama on the road. Right. But what I, I will say is this is that um Mississippi State uh like they're what what they kind of do defensively is like they're good at at taking away um the paint, right? Like that's kind of what they do and they want to let you shoot threes over the top. So so they're going to let you shoot threes over the top. That's one thing that Alabama can do. Um, so that that would be the the thing that would make me feel good about Alabama. But I'm just I'm staying away from Alabama on the
2: road. Uh, Matt, the UCLA right. cover always scares me because anytime you go against Colorado and Boulder, like I, I just I can't do it. I just can't mm-hmm. do it because you never know. Like I just don't think Colorado loses at home very often. Obviously, uh, I know they're getting six. Maybe they cover those six, but I just, I don't like going against Colorado and Boulder. It's just, now I do like going against Valpo in Valpo. Don't tell Robbie Hummel, Rob. Uh, but Indiana State and Greg Lansing. And I think this is kind of it for Greg Lansing down the stretch. So I think his coach is going to try to get another job as much as anything else. Uh, they're laying a point and a half at Valpo. And Valpo, if you haven't noticed, hasn't hasn't been very good. So, uh, uh, all
1: right, let's end with this. We have a uh, one other big game of the day. I don't know if you have anything else over for for the nighttime portion yeah. of the schedule, but Baylor- Baylor Kansas. at Kansas. That line right now, um, I believe it's three and a half. Let me just double check real yeah, quick. Yeah, it's come down. It's come down. It was
2: four and a half. It was five at one point. Now it's down to three and a half. So, do you like
1: anything there? The, the first time that these two teams played. Uh, Baylor was, I believe, an eight, a nine point favorite at home, and Kansas ended up covering. Remember that they got some some walk on hit
2: a half court yeah. shot. Oh, and yeah. oh cover. I remember. Yeah, I sure do. Sure do. Uh, I'll take Kansas in the points. I'll take again. It's senior night, it's Kansas, it's Bill self getting points. I know this bit me in the ass before this year. I get it. It's also Baylor coming off a pause. Their first practice was Sunday after three weeks off. They look like garbage against Iowa State, barely beat them. I just feel like, again, I think this could be it. I think Baylor could lose. Maybe I'm crazy. I mean, they're probably not going to lose this game. What am I talking about? Like, they're so good. You no, know, I I, I don't think that your logic is wrong. Um, because
1: if, like, there, there's one thing that Kansas can do, it is match up with a team that has a bunch of guards that want to play it on the perimeter. Like, right. that's kind of how Kansas is built this year, right? Um, and uh, I think that like Marcus Garrett's going to be good enough to kind of take away Jared Butler and make things make life difficult for him. And, um, the switching stuff that Kansas does, I think, will be able to slow down Baylor a little bit. Um, and combine all of that with the fact that they are coming off of this pause and like it makes sense to me. Um, like Baylor, yeah, what, what I was about to say is like I would expect Baylor's defense to get back before like the, the, the complete rhythm of what they were doing offensively um so you put all that together and like i kind of like the under in this spot. i feel like this is going to be a game that can get real ugly like the thing about iowa state is they cannot guard at all and they want to get out and run which is why there was some points in that last game um i don't know if kansas is going to try to do that i expect them to kind of try to grind this thing out so uh, i think that we will see um see a lot of that here on uh later on tonight so I I, I think the under I, I don't want to take either side in this game it's just it's too much of a dart throw you don't know what Baylor's gonna end up being but
2: I know I just under. feel like on these games like I don't know aren't aren't you like on Saturday where you just kind of want action on everything that you're gonna flip the tv onto <laughs> yeah but I, I've stopped doing that because that yeah. that was my biggest leak my I biggest not-
1: leak was I just kept I kept I kept betting and I kept betting and I kept betting. So like I've, I've made it, I've made a conscious decision to kind of focus my efforts on uh, the games that I feel like I have the best take on. Um, Last thing real quick, before we go anywhere, uh, we have some teams that are coming off of huge layoffs. Uh, We have UNC Wilmington is playing Elon. UNC Wilmington has been off for 27 days. Bucknell is playing American. Bucknell has been off for 27 days and Colorado state is playing air force. Uh, Colorado State has been off t- for 21 days, and then East Carolina at Tulsa and Coppin State at Delaware State. Both of those teams were off for uh, 19 straight days. Was, I wrote who was down. The
0: last
2: one? Who was the last um,
1: one? East Carolina and Coppin State. I wrote down how many days off they had. Uh, I did not write down what the line was. So um, you guys where'd are going to have to check that Where did you
2: find all those that quick? Is there somewhere that shows how many days?
1: I just look, I just pay attention. I just do the research.
2: I put uh, you in the work. Do the research, but on a Saturday, there's so much shit going on. Some of on. us, some of us,
1: some of us are here. and uh, we you must here for a show like professionals. We have sponsors. Bet Rivers is promoting us. Bet Rivers is sponsoring our content, and I feel we have people that are listening to this that are following our bet. So I feel like I owe it to them to put in the work and to make sure that I provide detailed content to
2: answer your question what i did was uh what's your record compared to my record this year um